Mornings 5 till 10. Mix 95.9's Two Girls and a Guy. We've got to talk about Matthew Perry from Friends. Oh, the book? He's got the book coming out, Tanya. The Diane Sawyer interview that he did. I mean, it's some pretty wild stuff. And we'd heard about his issues before, like almost in real time while he was on Friends for so many years. Remember, he had, you know, a drastic weight change mm-hmm. from one season to a next. And mm-hmm. then he just looked worn out. And then he looked tired and haggard. And then the next time he'd put on 20 pounds. And then the next season, he would be down 25 pounds. And it just kind of went on. And there had been speculation for years that he had had issues with drug abuse, pills in particular. And in the book, he does. He outright admits, and in his interview with Diane Sawyer, this man at one point in time during his addiction had taken up to 55 pills a day. How is he still walking around? 55 pills, pain pills. Oh my goodness. A day. A, a day. I mean, that's a that's a pretty heavy addiction. And he would say, Brooke, he said that one of the things that he would do would go to these open houses, I guess in L.A. or whatever. And then while he was on the tour, he'd go and break off from the real estate agent and go search for pills in their restroom. No. In their bedroom. He was stealing from people's or what? Yes. Like their medicine cabinet. He yes. would go look in there and grab. Wow. Right. That's how bad it become. And then there's also, you know, salacious stories about, you know, Hollywood gossip and stuff. The Valerie Bertinelli story I'd never heard of before. Right now, she was on One Day at a Time back in the day, but she does a, a show on the Food Network. Mm-hmm. And she uh, he went in and said in his book that at one point he was really infatuated with her and that one night they were at Valerie's house. She was married to Eddie Van Halen at the time and they were drinking wine, whatever. Well, uh, uh, apparently Eddie Van Halen had too much to drink and passed out and they literally were making out right beside him. Did she confirm this too? Well, she made a statement yesterday. She didn't say yes or no, but he said yes. So I don't know how true it is, but this book is going to be explosive. Mm -hmm. 55 pills Mm. a day. 843-375-0959. Is there anyone listening right now who's had their lives affected by someone who had a pain pill, opioid addiction problem? Maybe not to the level of Matthew Perry, but maybe even exceeding the level of Matthew Perry. Back in the day, I don't know if you guys remember, it was willy-nilly that doctors would prescribe mm-hmm. pain medication. Mm-hmm. They got incentives from the pharmacy company to prescribe it. I had uh, kidney stones still do for years, and it was common practice for me and between myself and my doctor that I would always have a bottle of like Vicodin right. just in handy case. in my in my attaché case because if I got an attack and the way I explained it to him and he understood, I'm like, if I have a kidney stone attack, I'm going to do everything I can to flush it out myself. Right. To save the $3,000 medical bill of going to the ER and getting the morphine drip and everything. If I can subside the pain a little bit, then I can drink enough water or beer or what cranberry juice or whatever to flush it out of my system. Mm-hmm. But I'd need something to help me get over the pain. Right. And he would give me, he would prescribe me a bottle of Vicodin. Not a problem. I, and I would keep it in the, keep it in my bag. I knew there was an issue. It was right around when Michael Jackson passed away from fentanyl, which is another big issue in the country. Propofol. Is Propofol, he, right. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then fentanyl, right. So, um, 
what had happened was is that I went in to get my prescription renewed because I guess I had an attack and I'd ran out of the Vicodin. And they had me do a pee test to make sure I wasn't an addict. I had to answer all these questions. I'm like, I've never had to go through this before right? just to get my prescription refilled. I'm not an addict. But that was the time when when people were doing doctor shopping Mm -hmm. and they were going from doctor to doctor to doctor to get all these prescriptions for pain medication. And it stopped. They would not prescribe me anymore. They're just, they outright said, sorry, go to the ER. Yeah, I mean, that's- there's a problem. That's how it is now. I mean, you really can't get those- prescriptions the same way that you used to be able to. It's just not. And I understand why I I get why that needed to be regulated, you know, but it does. It's a bummer for somebody like you, Mike, who wasn't using it recreationally. You were using it when you had the attacks. Well, I mean, there were times where (laughs) I'd had a stop. I'd had a tough week. You better watch. And I would have me a velvet hammer. I admit that a glass of wine and and a Vicodin. But back then that wasn't a thing. And that didn't make me an addict, you know, in any way, shape or form. But um, you're right. Nine, 99% of the time it was for a strict medical purpose. Yeah. Crazy, crazy, crazy. I just can't believe 55 pills 55 a day. 55 pills even... a day. I wouldn't be able to stand up straight. How do you function like that? You know? But I guess your tolerance builds up. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Over a period of time. All right. 843-375-0959. Have you or your family been touched by the opioid epidemic? Somebody you know addicted to pain medication? A lot of times, Brooke, they say it starts with a real legit prescription for legit pain. Yeah. And then you just all of a sudden find yourself not being able to stop taking it.